producing good deeds here is a love note for your journey producing good deeds so yesterday after i finished uh yesterday's podcast and we were talking about um we let's see oh we obey in a new way and so now we uh have this new way that we're not obeying all the rules. We're not doing it because the rules and all the regulations and all the works and all those things make us right with God. We realize the only way we could be right with God uh, is through Jesus Christ. And it's accepting what Christ did by faith. And so that's what, once we accept that, then that's when your your it produces good fruit. It produces, I'll say that I put down producing good deeds, your actions. Now, we're not trying to have all these actions and all these doings to be accepted by God. That relationship has already been made right. And so there's nothing that we done to make this relationship right before people to be made right they they went by the law but now Jesus came and he fulfilled the law so now we have uh we obey him by now by the spirit we can live um uh we do we live in Christ and now that's how we obey um th- through the spirit not trying to keep all these laws keep the law so yesterday when i was in the kitchen and i was just sitting here i was like lord Help me with this because I want this to um, uh, make sure you guys understand what I was saying. But it was just so clear once I finished yesterday's podcast and I was in my kitchen and I was I prepare breakfast for my family pretty much daily. Uh, I get up, I make that extra sacrifice early in the morning. I know my husband's getting home from work early, so that's like what started it, but I do it every morning is make sure I have breakfast for my family. And um, when I was making the breakfast, it came to me after thinking about uh, producing good deeds, because that was in the scripture that we read um, yesterday. And I kept thinking about these good deeds. And as I was preparing breakfast, it came to me. The Lord was showing me and spoke to my heart that you preparing breakfast for your family is not you trying to get your family to earn them their love or to earn them to accept me or to earn my you know my children and my marriage it's already settled i'm already married uh they already are my children and i'm not doing these things to earn my marriage or earn my children or get them to accept or get them to, you know, be pleased and things like that. I do these. This comes from my relationship with God and blessed to have my family. And it begins to produce the good deeds. That's what it began to pr- produce. You know, my, my actions, my performance, what we do. And it just made me think. And I said, Lord, that is so true. I do this because it is out of a, a this is my family. I've loved them. I'm, I'm grateful for my family. I enjoy cooking. 
and again, once you get into your relationship with God, your mind and everything is really, it's changed. Again, we, we're living in the spirit. We live in Christ and we're becoming more like him. And so it is a way that I get to serve my family and I enjoy doing it. And so it just, that just made me think because when I was, when we were talking about how people do all these, uh, do all these things and do all this stuff, uh, you know, I go to church, I do this, I do that. And then they expect that, um, that's why I should be, you know, uh, uh, treated this way or things shouldn't happen because I'm doing all these good things and all these good things that I'm doing, uh, that should count. And I'm not saying those things don't, but the first thing you have to look at is have you accepted the free grace gift, the gift that God has given you? That doesn't have anything to do with your works. Have you accepted that gift that God has given you through his son? And you have to accept that gift first. And as you accept the gift and you understand and get the revelation of what Christ has done for you, it really begins to produce these good works out of you. And so I know I mentioned yesterday about my client saying that uh, her uh, family member was struck with this sickness and, and began to, you know, question God, are you mad at me? You know, why is this happening to me? And I also began to compare with people that might not go to church or people that, uh, you know, are doing bad things. And, and why that that should happen to them, not to me, because I do all these things. Now, even when I was just thinking about that, if you understand the gift that you have and understand the power that you have, you don't go comparing yourself. And I know it's easy to do it because we can look at what we see. But when you know the fake grace gift that you have that empowers you to overcome and get through sickness, get through persecution, get through anything that you might go through, uh, any hurt, any pain, we have that power for us. We don't have to compare ourselves to someone out there that might be lost. What we want to know is, hey, even in my time of hurt, pain, things happening to me, I don't I shouldn't be looking at people out there and saying this, you know, I should be treated better than them. Because remember, we go back. We all fall short. We all we we can't compare. We all fall short. We could not meet the standard of what God required. None of us. Nobody could do it. So the only standard, the only person that can do it was Jesus Christ. And no man can boast about it because it was only Christ that did it. And so when we began to, we began to look and we think I'm doing all these things right. You have to ask yourself, wait a minute. Am I just doing a lot of works, a lot of good things? Have I, I need to step back and be like, hey, have I accepted you know, the, the gift that, that the free gift that God has given to me, have I accepted that first before I start saying all the, the works and things that I've done? You have to look at that. And apparently a person might not understand it or have that revelation to compare themselves. We have literally read in the scripture, 
this gift that God, this free gift that God has given us. We don't deserve it. We couldn't, we couldn't keep the law. We couldn't, we just wasn't. And he came and he sent his son. Like we need somebody to rescue us, to save us, to help us. We, we couldn't, we couldn't do it. And so when you look at that and you begin to, your eyes of your heart is open. You'd be like, Hey, we're none of us. We all, we all fall short. We all cannot meet the standard. So I don't care how much money I give, how much times I go to church, how many times I read my Bible, how many times I don't say cuss words and that. That does not matter if you haven't first received God's free gift, his son. That's where it starts. And when you accept his son and you know what you have, you don't need to go and compare. You know what you have. And that produces those good deeds. That produces those good works. Just like I was saying with my family, I do this out of because these are the good things. I'm not trying to think, okay, this is how I'm trying to stay, you know, stay married. I'm trying to keep my kids. I'm not trying to do that. That when you like they said, when you try to do that, you get frustrated because you're trying. Because what if, hey, what if my family, they don't feel it? What if they they and they do they complain about it sometimes that 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 don't have to. But because I'm doing it out of love, I'm doing it out of this is the fruit that it produces, the good deeds it produces because we doing things unto God. I've accepted and I understand where I stand and I understand that this is a process but I love it when I, I see what it produces because we are not under the law anymore. And I'm going to read this scripture again because I put it down. I put down Romans 7 and 4. Let me go ahead and read this. So my dear brothers and sisters, this is the point. You died to the power of the law when you died with Christ. And now you are united with the one who was raised from the dead as a result we can produce a harvest of good deeds for God. As the result, now we again, we not we could not keep the standard, we could not keep the law. We're not law cannot tell us the law does not control us anymore. As, as, as far as the sin and death, our old nature. That we when Christ when Christ died, and that's why that'll help a person that wants to compare. Everything that he put on that cross, he put it all, everything that we deal with. And he said, you're going to have tests and trials. You're going to have troubles. But, but, but be encouraged. I overcame the world. We're overcomers. Anything we face, anything we go through, we can overcome. But what helps you is your foundation. Where does it start from? What do I have? And I don't have to question uh, am I separated from God or God is mad at me when I don't do things that I should be doing? You know, is he mad at me? Is he trying to punish me? Is he trying to hurt me? No, he put the punishment on his son. The punishment was put on his son that we deserved. We deserved it, but he put it on his son. Remember, we go back what one man did, Adam sinned. And what one man did, he he came and he saved us. He rescued us. He he restored the relationship. So once your relationship is restored, and that helps us, that helps us now begin to produce these good 
these good uh, deeds, these good works now. We can produce good things, good fruit. We can bear good fruit now because of us accepting the gift that God has given us because we accepted his son. And what does that mean? That is, that's so much we talked about it. Go, we got to go back and read. Go back and read. The table was set. And so it really just encourages me to see that. And it also helps me to be able to minister to somebody else when they are at that place of really wanting to compare and and think like that you should be getting a punishment. I should be getting this. The punishment was put on Christ. We all deserve to be punished. But I'm not going to compare. But we know, too, we know that the consequences, the things that we do not write, there are consequences for it. He still loves us. He still accepts us. He doesn't, like, throw us away. But we're not that if, if who it talked about it again. If you your slave, who your master is. If you begin to go after that, you know, you have your new your new relationship with God, but then you allow sin to be your master. We already know what it's going to produce. And we we don't have to allow it to control us anymore. And so that's just one of the love notes that when I was in the kitchen that God kind of gave me that revelation and and it and it makes you when you do when it's when it's coming because you know this is fruit produced by God. It really makes you enjoy. It gives you, you enjoy doing it. You know, even when it comes to, to your job, you go back, hey, have I re-accepted? I can still do this job with joy. I can still do this job with love because you know the foundation and what, and this is unto God and it produces good fruit. You begin to bear good fruit. And so I just, again, I just love reading that. That just, just is like, wow, God. And so it's not do all these good things to make God love me. No, first you accept him, which you couldn't do anything. And we couldn't, we couldn't, you know, we, we couldn't do nothing. And it, and it's so beautiful how Christ did it. Cause nobody can boast. Like, can't nobody boast like, Hey, I do all this. This is why I'm right with God. You don't do this. Just nobody can boast. It was only what Christ did. He's the only one that did it. And so go back, read, uh, back over, uh, Romans seven. Cause we read yesterday, seven, one through, let's see. One through six, we read. So go back over that. And that includes that verse four that I was just mentioning. So be encouraged, you all. Be encouraged as you continue to read the word, as you continue to walk your journey with the Lord. Be encouraged. Be encouraged as the Lord gives you more love notes for your journey.